0: So, what's going on, everyone? So, we're going to talk about uh, framing today, right? Using the power of authority and status to your advantage, right? When you talk about it in business, obviously, you know, status is important. Um, you know, we, we know the the king of high status, obviously, being Jace Caput, on the podcast, uh, talks about this as well. But we're going to dive really deep into it today. And if you're brand new, welcome to the Nodgborne experience. Um, My name is Dylan Starr. i got my co-host Wally Wynn here with me, and it's going to be an interesting topic. So what do I mean by authority? What do I mean by frame? What the hell do I mean by status? So obviously, right, if you're listening to this podcast and you're trying to be an aspiring entrepreneur, you are trying to spread a message, spread your vision, and hopefully sell a product or service. So let me give you just a really good example of what I mean by by status and you can also kind of co- cover this as, as leverage, but um, obviously if you had a product or service something you were doing and you were you were leaning on somebody else, let's say a celebrity, right? Now if a celebrity were to go to somebody like Wally and say, Hey man, you know, my name's LeBron James. <laughs> Maybe you've heard of me, uh, and I do XYZ, right? So right off the bat, just because of the celebrity status, you know, you know, Wally, you know, between you and LeBron, who has the status? LeBron absolutely. So that's like very, very point blank, simple, stupid, easy to understand, right? Next level. LeBron can go anywhere and he always maintains his status. Now there's this awesome book. I've talked about it in the past. Um, it's called pitch anything. Gosh, I recommend everyone reads this damn book. Um, you know, I've had him on the podcast before, um, you know, for closing a lot of clients up for his agency. And I've been telling him for years to, to read this book. And, He's actually been bugging the hell out of me, like, dude, oh my god, I'm on chapter three, not chapter four, and 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 like this story, like I can't believe it. Like, like, dude, you gotta read it. I'm like, bro, I've been telling you this for two years. <laughs> yeah, I, I know, I know it's a fucking amazing book. Um, but one of the things it talks about is using the power of your frame to your advantage. So let me give you guys an example, right? So yesterday, right, Wally talked about, which I'm sure he's sore as shit right now. Um, boxing right when went to this 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 boxing guy right now when you're in that position with the boxing guy being the instructor right who has the status boxing instructor absolutely right so it's something called situational status okay and there's different plays when it comes to sales when it comes to prospecting is you have to be aware of of where you are in your surroundings and who has the status and how it can switch. So in the case of, let's say, LeBron James, although he's a celebrity, he has status everywhere he goes, when LeBron's with his coaches and he's being taught or he's being coached on something, all of a sudden the status switches. And one thing this book talks about that's actually helps me a lot is, is always being aware of where the status is at in a room and how to gain control of it. So you could be out and about just in a, in a crowd of people sitting at a coffee shop like let's say Wally goes to a coffee shop sitting by himself, right? And, and, you know, if nobody knows who the hell Wally is, he doesn't have any status. And if there's a group of friends next to him just having a conversation and, and he's there by himself and he overhears them, well, automatically the status of the group of people there having the conversation outweighs Wally. But there's different types of tricks and stuff that you can actually do even if you're going to someone else's turf, right? Prospecting in person, right? Walking business to business, you go into somebody's business, you better recognize you don't have shit for authority. Nope. Right? Me and Wally, we've done this. <laughs> it's 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 very hard to go on somebody else's turf when when you know you don't you don't have this, they don't know who the hell you are. You're on their turf. They have the status, they have the power, they have the frame, right? Mm-hmm. Just as much as someone were to schedule a call with you. You have someone to schedule a call with you and you're prospecting entrepreneur. If they schedule the call with you, you have the status, you have the frame, you have the authority, unless you're a screw up and you you give it up. Um, but first and foremost, I just wanna ever be aware that you know the the status exist and it plays a major part as an entrepreneur, like extremely major part. And one of the cool things is is he he talks about how to break the power frame. And I wanna I wanna kinda share this with people. Um, and it's like it's it's almost like this small like act of defiance, but not overboard. So the only way to really gain status Right to, to kind of break somebody else's power frame is, is to have that, that little minute act of, of defiance. And let me give you an example. Um, so, the, the, the author, named, his name's Oren, and he's done billions of dollars in, in sales and in closing, especially in pitches. He goes to the CEO of this company, when when he walks in the room, Wally, it's funny, um, automatically he talks about how they, they position status as like, you know, when you first go into an office, they have uh, a desk. And an assistant, right? That's the first layer of downgrading your status. Because what happens when you go to an assistant? Name, what's your name? Yeah. Okay, cool here, fill us out. All right, great, cool. He'll be with you <laughs> the next fifteen minutes. Go have a yep. seat. Right? Yep. So you automatically, wait. yep, automatically the assistant outstatuses you and puts you in your place and knocks you down a peg because you have to sit and wait. So then, you know, his mind's like, okay, fuck. Right? You know what you can do about it. So he's like, he's like, all right, I already know I'm going to go in this room. This guy's going to probably show up late. Not going to be respectful of time. He's going to put me in a time crunch and be like, oh, okay, sorry. You only have like five, ten minutes. So and the only thing going in his mind is like, okay, I have, to, I have to come out of the gate swinging. I have to figure out an awesome way to break the status. So not only does he go into the room, the guy's sitting there and says, cool, hey, come here, ha- have a seat. Goes have a seat right over there. Not even in the seat next to him. Goes and has a seat. And then afterwards, brings two of his uh his his advisors in, two other employees. Afterwards, says, oh, hold hold on, we have so and so coming, right?" So now he's kind of like ganged up on. And then he pulls out an apple, and starts. Uh, he takes a bite in an apple, right? Again, showing who has the power, who has the authority, and um, you know, starts you know talking to like, okay, cool, what do you know, what do you got? So off the bat, he already knows his status is pretty fucked, right? You know, yep. how, how do you break this? But what he does, what he does next is, is, is freaking genius. So he goes, he goes, hold on, I need a glass of water. So he goes out the, uh, back out to the, the hallway, goes to get some water, and he grabs a knife. And then he comes in and says, you know, first and foremost, I hope that this isn't the way that you guys always do business. And he walks up to him, the apple, and says, may I? Before the guy can even respond, he takes the apple, takes the knife, and cuts it in half. Now, at this point, the two advisors are there. Obviously, their face is like in shock. They're just like looking at the boss, like, oh, fuck. Like, what's about to happen? Like, what is this guy doing? Right. That right. was the act of defiance, right? Taking the apple cutting in half. And he says, I always, he's like, he's like, I always do my, when I do deals, everybody gets a piece. Huh. Right. Showing That's like, yeah, fit. right. So now all of a sudden, that small act of defiance, right? He's got his attention. Right. He he was able to, but it wasn't overboard. It wasn't like something like, you know, crazy, like embarrassing overboard defiance. But that small act of defiance, all of a sudden the guy's attention and stuff. And then he was able to go, you know, go into his pitch and stuff and tell him. Um, And then afterwards he said, okay, but up. Then he goes, he keeps looking at his watch. Says, all right, well, my 15 minutes is up. You uh, You know, let me know what you guys decide. And he goes to leave. And the CEO goes, wait, 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 wait. He goes, you know what? If, if the numbers look good with, with my team here, you know, I'd like to do it. And I can see, by the way, he was referred, he was referred by somebody. Mm-hmm. He's like, I can see why you're, you're, you know, recognized in the industry as somebody to work with. So that's what he means by like having like, like quirky ways of, of, you know, putting ways of defiance in, but how important it is like, like to realize that when you're on someone else's turf, when you're there, you have a 0% chance of ever closing the deal. If, um, if you don't take control of your status in some way, Uh, which I mean, that's where it was mind blowing and stuff, right? I mean, he goes into like, you know, French waiters, how they're beast in in France, a waiter dude, like (laughs) uh, transferring status around uh, at the table to hot shots that come in, right? When you're in a wealthy restaurant, you get all these hot shots who are multimillionaires that come in that think they're the shit, want to show off for their friends and the waiter the, these waiters do like crazy stuff to it, like, like embarrass them, but, like, but level them up and then transfer status back to still get a tip. So huh. imagine like put it, putting, putting the guy that's going to be paying for dinner place, a multimillionaire coming in, the waiter's like putting his finger up immediately saying, Hold on, I'm busy. Automatically shutting that shit down because they can recognize that type of person, getting them in, showing their friends the best time while embarrassing the person that brought them there, transferring status around the table back to them and still getting a bomb ass tip. <laughs> it's called status control, and and moving and shifting, and and being aware of it. So just just simple things like that. And uh, I thought it was very interesting. And and you think about this, and like, because you 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 kind of know when you hear about it that it exists, but when it's really brought up to your attention, you never really think about it in social situations, right?
1: Yep, and it kind of reminds me of that book. Um, if, if anybody's ever read, it, it's called the Forty Eight Laws of Power. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they talk about a lot of that too. Not not exactly like this. I kinda like the way it's like status and and moving in. that that makes more sense to me. The forty eight laws of power, it's like more of like what mm-hmm. what you're supposed to do, but but from a personal dynamic standpoint. So I I I, I see the correlation and, and yeah, I, I agree. It's it's pretty pow- it's powerful stuff.
0: Yep. So you need status, you need the, that, that power authority uh to take advantage of whatever situation that you're in. Another example he gave that I actually wasn't even aware of is that he said the the worst like the worst thing to go through that's like impossible is getting a deal with Walmart. He said that their headquarters, actually, I I believe, Wally, I think they said it's in, I think they said it's in Texas, one of the the main branches. Um, But if you want to go there and do business with them, you go into this room that's down this hallway and you, you wait for hours and hours. And, and he's, he's like, dude, it's like the most intense status dominating thing that is like impossible to overcome. (laughs) when you go there and then by the time you even get to the if you even get to go and speak to somebody they want the numbers to be so down that you have to lowball your price to so cheap that you just can't even make it work like think about that shit i was like damn i didn't realize that walmart was that intense right um but so what i see from a lot of aspiring entrepreneurs right is is you guys make this mistake and stuff all the time Think, take simple prospecting me and i've talked about this on the podcast right wally gets dms from people and shit all the time people who are just like oh yeah you know let's get on the phone let's chat and and let's do this like trying to immediately establish status and and tell wally to to get on the phone with them and Wally's like why like i don't you you've given me no value why why would i schedule a call to get on the phone with you why would i like, well, like, most times it's people asking for help and it's like that's don't get me wrong. I, 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 it's not that I, I'm, I'm an
1: asshole and I don't like answer back and you know help out when it's helpful. But it's like sometimes it's like, it's like stuff that you have that it just takes time to develop, like over time. Like when people say, like why can't I get clients? It's like probably because you don't think you're going to get clients. But I can't say that to you, over the DM. That's mean. <laughs> yeah.
0: So in the terms of phone calls, right? This is the two mistakes I see people make, right? When it comes status, right? If you have a, a scheduled call. You guys are getting on the phone to people and you're starting out by becoming their friend. If somebody schedules a call with you, you automatically have the authority. You automatically have the status because they scheduled it for you. Right? You're the one that's answering the phones on your time. And you know, most of you guys listen to this, you probably heard this as like setting the agenda, right? Setting the authority frame. If you don't do that and you don't leverage that authority and you just become their friend, you just completely wasted your status. You just wasted the authority. And now you have no power towards pushing them to make a decision like and you just killed the entire cell. Okay, now vice versa. Right. You all know we do a lot of outbound stuff like you're just calling somebody outreaching. Maybe you're calling a business owner or you're just cold calling somebody. Right. You're calling them. So, of course, they have the power and authority frame. And this comes in to gain it back. This is where stuff like gut checks and calling them out on on things that don't make sense come into play. That's like advanced shit. But just wanted to, to just make people aware of it and give you guys the tips and advice on, on understanding that, hey, like status exists. But if you're going to be – especially if you're going door-to-door prospecting, come up with clever ways, man, to get their attention. Like have fun with it. Like literally have an action plan to be like, okay, when I walk into this building, what can I do to gain status? What can I do to really get their attention, whether it's embarrassing or not? Now, again, don't go overboard on the defiance. Right? Don't go in with the fucking, I don't know, fire extinguisher or something like blowing it in the air all over the place, saying, "Hey, look at me! Like, you know, I, I, I will be revered. You will know me. <laughs> do you, do you know who the hell I am? My name is Wally Wynn, You sons of bitches." <laughs> That's funny, <fine. laughs> right? Don't, don't go overboard on the, on the, on the defiance of status. But do you have anything to add or, or to, to say we're on this topic?
1: Yeah, you know, I I, I think that, um, that another way said. Could be uh, like you know when when you're dealing with influencers, right? Like people that have that have status already, and you're trying to befriend them, right? Like a little like I always like when I meet people, like it doesn't matter if they have like a million dollars or four dollars. Like I, I'm gonna mess with you, like if like if we're friends or buddies, I'm gonna mess with you, right? So mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of funny because like you, even like you know I, I'm not gonna say that I know a lot of people now, but I, I've had conversations with people who who you know make a decent chunk of change. And you know one thing that's always been consistent with me is I, I never hold back when it comes to messing with them. <laughs> so if they say something and I think it's funny, or if I think I have a little joke, I 100% always say it, and I make sure that I, I poke at them a little bit. Yeah, I mean, just they're they're people, they're humans, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. you know, but a lot of times, you know, people get uh, they get shell shocked with people that have status, and and they're like, oh man, like how do I approach them? It's just like, okay, just like approach them, just talk to them, you know what I mean? But it's kind of the same thing in, in, in the sense of you know what you're saying there, because like that that's even how you network with
0: with people, like with high mm-hmm. level people. You know what I mean? No, it's true. I was just watching um, an, an episode of Ask Gary V Show. Right, Gary Vaynerchuk was was on with these two ladies, and he was talking about uh, this young kid that's been with his company now for a while, who actually almost got fi- he almost got fired once in the in the past because he, he Gary said he was in over his head for a girl that he was like in love with like way out of his league <laughs> and he was and he's like let's just say it was affecting his work. But hmm. um <laughs> but he talked about why he hired him was um they went out today to have a competitive day of uh, volleyball and it brought out the competitive nature of the of his of the guy on his team named Travis and he's like yeah man he's like I'm he's like Gary's like dude I'm the fucking CEO and this kid's like making it rain on me like not not letting up at all like like i can see in his eyes like he was there to like fucking crush my face at volleyball like you know holding nothing back like the competitiveness and he's like that's why i fucking hired him right he's like i'm the ceo but this dude's just you know like like still like no i'm competitive as fuck like i'm playing like i want to win you know like like so that's a good way of of really saying like not really putting somebody on the pedestal because of their status just because of the ceo like really being yourself and being true so that, you know, while it brings up a really good point, that's important to treat other people if they have high status, like they are a person, you know, poke jazz, poke fun. Um, and, and just realize that, that that type of humor and stuff and lightening the load is kind of, you know, breaking the status a little bit, you know, little by little, chip by chip. And the next thing you know, you're on par with them. Right. You're, you're at least on the same level. So it's important to just always have it in the back of your mind to be aware of stuff like that. Realize that status is real. Everyone has their own status in life, whether you like it or love it or you accept it or you don't. Right? It doesn't no one no one gives a shit. Right? Mm-hmm. You, you fucking walk down the street, John Donald Trump comes out of nowhere, your status is fucked. Yep. Right? it, it is what it is. Be aware of it. <laughs> so make your goal in life to elevate your status. Right? I agree. I'd like that too. I'd love for people to be like, Oh fuck, is that Dylan Starr? Just randomly out and out out nowhere, like, oh shit, everywhere I go, fuck yeah, that'd be awesome. It's not a narcissistic thing. It's just like fuck, man. Statics. You get what you want. It is what it is. You win. People know who the hell you are. They want to do business with you. And if you don't like that, then fuck you. What are you in business for? <laughs> yeah, hopefully, everyone listening here, you're 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 playing because you want to make money and you're playing to win. Well, welcome to the game. Is the game fair? Nope. Does it suck? Sure. But a game is a game. You got to play it. So hopefully that that was you know this topic kind of brought you guys aware of stuff and really opened your eyes to you know what's possible and and come up with cool strategies and fun things and share them with us if you guys come up with anything interesting that you test out when you go B2B you're walking into businesses share it with us in the group go to leads closing sales and Facebook and say hey guys just walked in and I just did XYZ totally <laughs> totally broke the status got frame control got the deal that'd be that'd be awesome but while you have anything to add or in done
1: um, yeah, so the, one thing I'll, I'll kind of piggyback at just the end is, you know, one, one thing Dylan really mentioned right there, and I think is really important, is just uh, situational status, right? And I think it's really important for people to understand, like, you know, like, it it doesn't matter what you think about status, it just, you just have to know it exists and act accordingly, right? Yep. Um, and so, like, I think it's really a good practice for people, like, anytime they go into a room or really assess a situation, like... Like whenever they have set that intent, you know what I mean because before you you do anything, you should always set an intent, but in that intent, you always take into account like okay like when I go into this situation, you know wh- what is my status you know what am I allowed to say what do i what can i what can I say what you know what i mean like and, and really think about it because I, I I think a lot of times when people do prospecting um they they lack on the preparation side. And they don't mm-hmm. think about a lot of things, and and that that actually you know where whereas if they would have thought for like a couple hours longer, they might have had a higher success rate. You know what I mean? So I, I just think it's really
0: important for people to like yeah. take a lot of that into account. That's true. Uh, you just totally reminded me. We went, uh, me and my girl went to a wedding recently, and we were out shopping, and I was helping her pick something to go to this wedding. Um, and there was this 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 one dress, right? It was kind of it was it had some other colors on it, but it was still like white you know but not like all white um i was like oh, i don't know maybe that'd be good she's like no you don't wear like that's so rude you don't wear white to a wedding right that's that's the bride's day and, and yep. that'd be a dick move right i knew that yeah. um yep and and so i was like okay i mean it's not all white but sure i was like whatever i understand that be respectful but i thought about the defiance route We talked about in the book like so for instance like if something would be frowned upon and you go to like let's say like a party or something and um you know, maybe there's there's only like a few seats and you just come and you lay out on the chair, right? Actually, Jason Capital talks about this in his book, right? If you go to a place and then – let's say there's a there's a big couch and you can fit three people. Well, if you come out of nowhere and you go sit on this couch with three people and you lay your legs out, right, taking up a, like two and a half, right, what are other people going to think? Automatically, you just do an act of defiance. You gain status. But most people don't do that because they think, oh, like, you know, what is this asshole doing? Like, dude, you're being rude, right? You're taking up all these seats, but you get attention. And whether you realize it or not, your status elevates. So, dude, I kid you not, we get to this fucking wedding and there's this other girl there. And I look, and then she's wearing a white dress with like a little, like like a, an actual white dress. I was like, what the fuck? Um, and then I look over, I tapped her, I'm like, hey, I was like, look, that chick's wearing a white dress. She goes, oh my gosh, you're not supposed to do that. And then, but was interesting. Is I realized she was getting attention, like there were you know you know no one said anything you know how you can tell where it's just like that awkwardness of like you know like everyone's probably thinking like yeah that's a dick move, yeah but they're always looking over and like curious like you know who the fuck is this chick, so just because of that one act of violence I'm not saying whether it's right or wrong I'm not saying it wasn't a dick move, (laughs) you know like yeah it's another lady's day like yeah cool she's probably an asshole but I will say this her status did elevate. I, I, I got to give I got to give her credit for that her, her status elevated you know, to the point of where you're you're curious the curiosity effect that uh, Jason Capital talks about in his book high status uh, it it was there so that's what I mean by like those kind of like acts of defiance Um, you know not going like overboard like you don't walk up to the fucking bride and take you know tomato sauce and dump it on her fucking head to get attention right that's too far like you just killed your status you're a dick. <laughs> so just being aware of shit like that. Um I thought I'd share that story with you. It's funny that, that completely thought of that. <laughs> I couldn't believe that this girl was actually wearing a white dress. It was funny. Um But you know, creative ways. Now events, I don't know what the hell you could do, Wally. That that'd be a hard one to break, right? Going to an event, knowing that people are gonna be in the lineup talking on stage, they have all the status. Hmm. I don't know. What 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 would you do to try to kind of break that to get a little bit of attention? What, at an event? Yeah. What, what am I getting attention for? <laughs> I don't know. I was just trying to think. It just brainstorms. It's like, like, man, if you went to an event and you know that everyone has a status, I'm like, what, what? I wonder what kind of act to define someone can do to really you know, bring it to them. Oh, <laughs> actually, no, I got it. There was uh, that one guy. Uh, we didn't know who he was. He was this older guy. Obviously, um, he had to have known just Captain and all of them. But when we are at the event at a higher status summit – um, I don't know if you remember this, but over in the top of the room, this guy like walked into the double doors while one of the speakers was there, and he just stood. He just stood up by the wall, kind of like near the stage,
1: put his uh, arms no, behind I, him, I, and just stood no, there. I,
0: didn't, I, don't, I don't remember that, no. Yeah, yeah. So like, while everyone else is sitting down, this dude, this older guy, just goes and sits there, and the first thing that everyone that everyone's thinking, they look over, and, and everyone taps me. And they're like, hey, so it's like, "Who? who is that guy? Right? His first thought is, he must be important. Holy fuck. Because he just broke, he broke it and got status just from standing there. Wow. There you go. See, breakthroughs. Dude, <laughs> That's it's true. So, it, it's so, dude, it's so true. So, and, and just that one little thing. It, it, even if that guy was a nobody, he even realized what he was doing. He could have just been doing it out of ignorance, right? Yep. And then, but now if somebody noticed him, they go to talk to him automatically. His status, his status is elevated. And they're going to take what he says to heart. And he's going to be able to use that authority power frame to his advantage. That is called power. But awesome. So I wanted to share that with you guys. Hopefully you guys had an awesome knowledge burner experience from that. And that kind of sinks in how you can use status to your advantage. doesn't matter who the hell you are. does not matter. You can still play status. It's amazing. Use it to your advantage. And uh, if you guys have any other questions, concerns, go to the Leads Closing Sales on Facebook. Join the group. Reach out to me and Wally. Um, Wally is overdue for some awesome live stream training in the group that hopefully he will do soon for you guys. (laughs) But awesome guys. We will see you guys on the next episode of the Knowledge Boner Experience.